0: Listening to old, new, borrowed, blue on 2SER with your host Joel Casem. Hello and welcome to old, new, borrowed, blue on 2SER 107.3. Joel Casem is my name. I hope you're doing very well, and thank you for joining me this week. If you're new to the show, this is where I invite a special guest into the studio, and they take the musical reins by playing four of their favourite songs. All right, let's find out who we've got this week. My guest today is a comedian, actor, improviser and writer. She can be seen improvising all over town as well as performing at What She Said Sunday Nights. About to do her first ever solo show, Lower Your Expectations, at the Factory Theatre as part of Sydney Fringe Comedy, it's Rachel Melanta. Hello. How are you, Rach? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Thank you. For people who aren't uh, yet familiar with you, because I think a few people are going to be shortly, <laughs> uh, tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Um, well... I do comedy, yes, (laughs) Yes, and I've got my first show coming up, as you said, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I have been doing comedy for a few years now, and um, before I lived on the Central Coast, and did a couple of degrees before working out what I wanted to do, so who amongst us doesn't have a law degree, (laughs) that's all I'm saying.
0: Well, at least half the people in this studio do, so that's (laughs) that's quite a lot, it's 50%. Uh, Okay, so you grew up on the Central Coast, what was that like?
1: Um, interesting. It's yeah. No, it's a it's a good place. I think I didn't realise until a couple of years ago that I had some more unorthodox things happen than, um, like, most people. I think you just think things are how they are, but, yeah, like, I only found out that not everybody had an agricultural farm at their school.
0: Okay, yeah. No, I don't think I did.
1: Yeah, I just did. I had sheep. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, on the school property?
1: Um, no, it was, like, down the road, but... All the schools around my area just had farms, and okay. it was pretty chill. But did
0: you grow up on a farm as well?
1: No. I grew up in suburbia. We just had farms right. all, like, <laughs> out at our schools, and it was kind of weird. I did an entire semester, and the subject was potatoes, so, I know a thing or two about potatoes, I'll have you know. Just, if you have any questions about potatoes, you call uh, me. Maybe, okay, cool.
0: Maybe later <laughs> in the show, we'll see where this goes. Um, so, after school, you you studied, right? You, you went yeah. into law. Well, I started is... in
1: business. Okay. Which is like the degree you do if you're not doing an arts degree and you don't know what you're doing. You right, know? So, okay. I did business because I wanted to run nightclubs. I, I don't know. And then um, I did a law degree, which... At UTS, which my dad was just ecstatic by. He really wanted me to be a lawyer. And I enjoyed my degree, but I realized pretty quick I wasn't going to be a lawyer. And um, then still finished it and then became a stand-up comedian, which right. is a natural progression. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's what yeah, happens Yeah, It's pretty standard. Yeah,
0: oh. <laughs> I mean, a few. I, I think a few comedians have done that, haven't they? A few Australian comedians. It's actually
1: comedians. quite bizarre. You hear about it a lot, like a lot of people, especially Australians, Yeah. Who and then randomly you'll find out they have a lot of great... Like Rebel Wilson.
0: Rebel Wilson. I think yeah. uh, Sean McAuliffe was yeah. Law. Yeah, yeah, I actually do
1: think that. All the Chaser guys have either Law or something else. And uh, there's Jane, all journalists.
0: Jane Turner so. from Catherine uh, Kim. I think she has a May- Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's a
1: thing. Yeah. It's a thing. That's so where you start. It, it is natural. I think quite it's, natural. it's standing up in front of people and just talking crap. That's
0: it. So why did you choose law?
1: Um. Okay, look, honest to God, I kind of chose it because I'd watched too much Suits the weekend prior. Like, the applications were open and I didn't know what I wanted to do and business wasn't happening. So I watched too much Suits with the guy I was then dating and I was like, you know what? I could be Harvey Specter. <laughs> And I know everyone sort of says that as a joke, but I really do think that's what inspired me because I can't put it down to anything else.
0: So really, yeah, it could have just been, you could have been watching anything that weekend and you I could, could have, have been gone. a doctor if yeah. I watched House. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm
1: so impressionable. But no, I did get a lot out of it, but it was a great degree. It helps. I think it's very important for everyone to know their rights, particularly women. I think it's really important. So I definitely got a lot out of it, but yeah, I don't think... I'm going to be a lawyer. My parents okay. are very happy with the nice piece of paper on their wall, though. Yeah, sure. They love it. Sure.
0: Okay. Well, when did you actually think, okay, this isn't for me?
1: <laughs> I'm about a semester in.
0: Right. And how long is it?
1: <laughs> three years post-grad. Okay, okay So cool, I took cool. three and a half. Yep. Well, I think it was kind of you're in denial for a little <laughs> bit. You're kind of like, I have spent a lot of money. Like, I have like a $110,000 hex debt. Like, oh, okay. You, know, like it is, you kind of don't want to admit that maybe this isn't for you. But And I was enjoying it, but...
0: Okay. All right. Um and so what, you after that you knew acting was your calling?
1: Yeah, I'd always actually wanted to do acting. Like since I was a little kid and I think I just didn't have the confidence. Okay. I think, yeah. It takes a bit to admit that you want to do acting, I think. And um yeah, I always swore I'd never do comedy though, like stand up. Right. Um but being addicted to Saturday Night Live, I decided to try improv and sketch. And I'm not really sure how I started doing stand up but I think everyone else was doing it. Okay. (laughs) As I said, impressionable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into uh, the acting and comedy and improv a little bit later. But uh, right now, I want to play your old song. Uh, What have you chosen?
1: I've got Come As You Are by Nirvana.
0: Okay, and why have you chosen this?
1: Because even though 1991 was not that long ago... But it so, kind of was, though. It was It was before I was born.
0: Oh, okay. So, there you go. But
1: it just feels like a statement to call that your own
0: song. <laughs> you know?
1: I feel like I need to justify it. Um, because Nirvana's my favorite band, mm-hmm. and um, I started listening to them in high school, and I still love them so much. <laughs> and I don't know, I think... Uh, I know everyone says it, but I think Nevermind's still their best album. I love yeah. it so much. And um, so, yeah, it's the first record i ever bought just okay. as an actual record so yeah come as you are has always been my favorite song
0: all right cool i get to say this this is nirvana to SER. <laughs> that is nirvana with come as you are um Great choice, Rachel. I love Nirvana. <laughs> and I think everyone sort of loves Nirvana, don't they? It's kind of one of those bands that everyone...
1: It's a guilty pleasure yeah. for some people, but it's not guilty for most of us.
0: <laughs> Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl, and everybody's favourite, the other guy.
1: <laughs> Chris Novoselic. Well done.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm so glad you knew that. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't have been uncomfortable if I hadn't, hey?
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so Rachel, what um, So what got you into comedy? Were you looking up to anybody, or do you have anyone you look up to now?
1: Um, I guess... Like typically growing up, I always loved the a lot of American um improvisers and that, like um, I would watch second city clips of Tina Fey and Rachel Dratch and um Amy Poehler, those sorts of people well Amy Polar was u c b but yeah, um, and they were all incredible, and I thought it was amazing the fact that they were basically making this up as they went along, and yeah. I thought that was a great skill and um being in love with Saturday Night Live, I was just sort of honestly looking into sort of what other people did in that sort of realm. Um, and um, they all started in improv. And um, then I looked at more Australian people and they all started improv. Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe I should do improv. And I absolutely loved it. And yeah, have stuck around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's quite like, I'm so impressed by people who are able to just improvise on the spot. Is it like, is it a skill? Is it something you, you learn or are you born with it? How does it work?
1: Um, I think you learn a yeah. lot. Like, a lot of it is, um, th- look, there are some people, not me, <laughs> like, you can just wake up one morning and I guess at the age of three, you can just improvise. But, um, the rest, I think it, it is a skill and you have to practice it and you can feel like when you're out of practice. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it's an amazing thing to be a part of. I love it. It's a great community and it's a great, um, yeah, it's a, great thing to watch when it's done really really well and um, in Sydney we're lucky enough to have some incredible improvisers around um, and have a decent improv scene coming up and unfortunately like the reality of Sydney is that the comedy and improv scene isn't like um, hugely televised and that yeah. anymore especially with like the cancellation of Tonightly recently which is like tragic and um, I think it's, um, something that is coming up slowly because of the incredible talent
0: we do have here. And, um, yeah. So is it something you studied? Is improv something you, you go yeah. to school for? Yeah. You can yeah. go to
1: Improv Theatre Sydney. Okay. Which is based here and they do levels and they're amazing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they've got quite a decent, um, repertoire of skill and talent behind them. So yeah, they're amazing, um, I would definitely recommend.
0: (laughs) Cool, cool. Um, You're part of uh, Sydney Troop Night Shift. Yeah. Tell us about that.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) They're a lot of fun. Um, They perform at the Chippo once a month. Um, Mm -hmm. It's on a Thursday once a month. And uh, we have a lot of fun with that. Basically, we have a storyteller come in and they tell stories and then we improvise scenes inspired by their stories. Right, okay. How many
0: of you? I
1: think we've got a squad of about seven or eight, yeah. wow. (laughs) And so you just make it up on the spot? Yeah. Again,
0: it's improv. It's it's great. great. You it's just sort of rock it. up.
1: It's actually it's pretty amazing that like you don't really have to like I, I hate when people say you don't prepare because you do prepare. Like yeah. obviously you spend literal years preparing. Yeah, but you don't have to actually like learn a script or anything. That's mm. the fun of it. But I think it's um, it's a really beautiful like sport and idea and the idea that like whatever you brings enough, you know, like you can feel in a troop when one person's missing. There's a hole in it, like that that person brought something because every individual person brings them, and no one can emulate that because the idea of improv is that you are to an extent being yourself, like you play characters and all as well, but it's the energy you bring in that because you haven't prepared, you haven't yeah. learned a script, yeah, so, yeah, it's pretty amazing,
0: amazing, uh, and you're also part of what she said, comedy, yeah, now this is uh this Sydney's is stand up <laughs> first uh all women comedy show, right, yes. I can't believe it's the first. It's insane. Um, <laughs>
1: There's one down in Wollongong in there as well, like if you want to go out, but CBD. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: How did you get involved? <laughs>
1: um, well, it was actually through some of the girls who um, I did improv with, started it up, and I jumped on the bandwagon early, like when they started announcing it, and I was like, I'd love to be involved in this. Um, I think it's an incredible thing. Um Unfortunately, like there's a lot of comedy rooms around Sydney where female comedians aren't often put on the bill and um, aren't made feel particularly welcome. So it's um was an opportunity for a safe space and um for this and it's just absolutely started a phenomenon. Like it's so much more than like a comedy night there. Everyone who performs there and everyone who um goes like comments on what an amazing room it's become. Um Sophie, Naomi, and Alex who run it are truly amazing, and um yeah I get to perform there very regularly, which is amazing, so it's always a great vibe.
0: Awesome, I love that. Joining me today on Old New Borrow Blue is comedian Rachel Melanta, uh, and she's about to play her uh, new song for us, and what have you gone with, Rach?
1: I've got Never Ever by the the Rubens. Why have you chosen this song? Because I like it. Honestly, I (laughs) wish I had a better story for it, but I don't listen to a huge amount of super new music, and um, it's Yeah, just a good song. This is one of my four songs today that I had the biggest struggle finding, but I listened to it recently on the radio and it got stuck in my head, so this is all we got.
0: Ah, uh, that will be The Rubens featuring <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Sorry, I was actually waiting for the song to end. I was being professional. Uh, never, ever. I, we're halfway through the show, I've been oh. listening to you talk. <laughs> and you have an accent, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah. Where is it from?
1: Um. Well, we think it's American. <laughs>
0: okay. Because you were born here. Before- I was born here. Yes. And my
1: parents were born here. And my grandparents were born here. And I did not go overseas until I was 21. Okay. But I learnt to speak off Sesame Street. Right. So, here we are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Any character in particular?
1: I don't know. I'm a big, big bird fan. Um, A big, big bird fan. Yeah. Well, I can't hear it and my mum can't either, but um, it's really funny. Like, since I was a really little kid, like, every school teacher, everyone I work with, everything, oh, so, like, American? No. No. Never even even been.
0: You're just saying no (laughs) right now is like...
1: It's anything with an O in it when I say phone or no or... Donut. <laughs>
0: okay, very interesting. Uh, now you've uh, also written and and starred in a short film.
1: Very recently, yes. Very recently, it's currently shortlisted for SF3 Festival. That is which amazing. Is really cool. Congratulations. Thanks. What's it about? Well, <laughs> um, it's a comedy. Like it's more. It's like a long sketch, and it's um, a comedy about a couple, and he's trying to convince her to do something, and there's a misunderstanding about what it is.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Are are we going to be able to see it at any time? Yeah,
1: it's um actually on being screened at event cinemas in Bondi on the in September.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll insert it later. Uh,
1: Yeah. On the in um, yeah (laughs) the twenty third, I want to say. Yeah, I'm clearly the twenty third of September. (laughs) <laughs> yes okay Bondi, event cinemas
0: excellent <laughs> uh, are, they September. Do, are they doing a whole lot of short films
1: um it's the whole short list that day okay um and yes yeah, so it should be a lot of fun um and yeah you can also see it online at sf3 dot com yeah
0: very exciting yeah um, and you've also been a part of other short films right yeah a little bit and of web series and stuff.
1: things like that but yeah the past like year or so it's been very comedy based that's it a lot of live stuff at the moment so yeah
0: cool i really want to talk about your live show next uh so we will have to play your borrowed song my borrowed song. we'll get into that and then we'll talk all about your comedy okay what have you chosen
1: i've chosen sweet disposition by the temperature app. and why have you chosen this um well it's borrowed because i actually listened to the temperature for the first time because i took my first ever housemates album I'm going to give it back. Like, really, I'm going. It's sort of, I think you said I could keep it in the end. <laughs> well, either that or I'm confessing <laughs> to a crime right now. But, yeah, um, we um and then we actually traveled together all the way to Canberra to see them at this festival. And I vividly remember, like, they were incredible. When we did see them, it was 100% worth it. But we decided to save money on flights. So we'd caught catch the train. Okay which sounds like a great idea when you're planning it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh my God, it'll be like a road trip except on a train and we'll all be together and it'll be like <laughs> nine hours. Yeah, it's fun for 20 minutes. And then it's just horrible. And that really stands out about the trip more than the band did. But, but they were amazing live. I would highly recommend them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that'll be the temper trap there with sweet disposition. Let's talk about your upcoming show. Lower your expectations. Yeah, uh, it's your first ever solo show. How do you feel?
1: Um, I'm I'm nervous, but I'm very very excited.
0: Okay, but yeah, I think it's it's normal to be nervous because if you weren't nervous, I feel like.
1: It'd be worrying. Yeah. I think you've...
0: Like, this isn't your passion.
1: Yeah, I think you've got to put the work in, too. Like, and I think when you really care about something and love something, you care about what people think to at least some extent. So that's where your nerves... (laughs) Yeah, from, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I heard your parents are actually going to go to this show. Yes. They've never feel, seen me perform before. How do you feel about that? Are you, are you like, <laughs> guys just don't come? Or give them different dates, different places. Like,
1: you know. <laughs> oh, God, you've shown up at the wrong place. <laughs> how did that happen? No, I'm very excited. They're very, very supportive. Um, Yeah, I'm very lucky with that. Um, I think Dad's secretly hoping I become a solicitor on the side at least. <laughs> but um, no, I'm, um, yeah, I think... I think they'll like it. There's a lot of jokes about them in it, so.
0: Are they bad jokes about them? Or no, it's, <laughs> okay.
1: it's more just stories about them. So they can't deny because it it's true. So.
0: <laughs> and, and what can audience expect from your show? What's well, it about?
1: It's a stand-up and storytelling. Um, so it's a range of stories and um, like stand-up intertwined with that, um, and it's basically about growing up with extremely high expectations of yourself and wanting to be the best at everything you do, and how sometimes that can get a little bit misled.
0: <laughs> so, was that part of your childhood as, as well? Were you very, um, you always wanted to be the best at everything? Yeah, yeah. kind of
1: obsessively. Oh, obsessively. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bizarrely. that like, make for an interesting it's a, <laughs> it's a competitive streak that, it's definitely like, I mean, I'm still a very, um like, I very much believe in community and bringing everybody else up, as particularly in, commun- in comedy. And I think that's um one of the best bits about the comedy um, community in Sydney is um the amazing sense of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of c words I just said, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it's I still am very very competitive with myself and a hard on myself, and yeah, okay. that's pretty much what the show's about. Do you
0: think your future is in stand-up? Is that where you want to go?
1: Um, I would love to um get more interacting as well, um, but I do love comedy. I love writing and stand-up gives me that opportunity to mix those together. And basically it's pretty amazing to be able to um, show your views and I think that stand-up is changing a lot at the moment, um, f- particularly for women. I think it's a great time to be pushing through right now um, because there's still a lot of change occurring. And I think it's something I would love to be a part of and um, I love doing it. So, yeah.
0: That's a great answer. <laughs> um, now, you're also performing at uh, A Likely Story at Cafe uh, Lounge in October. I am. Do you know the date?
1: October 14th. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what's that about?
1: Um, well, it's a storytelling night. It's amazing. It's run by some incredible people and um, they run it once a month. In October, our theme is adulting. So, mm. I'll be there with, I think, five other storytellers telling Bye some that. funny heartfelt, deep and meaningful (laughs) stories. (laughs)
0: That's great. Uh, You can catch Rachel Melancher at the Factory Theatre on Wednesday the 26th of September uh, and again on Friday the 28th. Jump on to fringecomedy.com.au for your tickets. You can also see her Sunday nights uh, as part of what she said at the Chippo Hotel. Yep. And uh, like you just said, performing uh, A Likely Story at Cafe Lounge in October. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us on Old New Borrow Blue today and you have to take us out with your blue song.
1: I do. It is How Big, How Blue, How Beautiful by Florence and the Machine. Why did you choose this one? Because Florence and the Machine are amazing, and it has blue in the title.
0: (laughs) That's a good enough answer for me. (laughs) Thank you, Rachel.
1: Thank you. Okay, bye!